Music Studio again today, and I got a special guest. I am introducing Ray Bernardo. He's got an event coming up with Destiny Wrestling, which we're going to get into a little bit later, but he is also my very first proud official sponsor of Straight Talk Wrestling. What's up, Ray? How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm great. Great. This is a chance to introduce you to my audience. Which is great. Hello, everybody. How you doing? <laughs> Everybody's jacked to listen to you, and I'm sure we're going to get into talk about the event with Destiny a little bit later on today. But I want to talk about you. Okay. I want to introduce you to my audience. All right. So not only are you, you know, a wrestling fanatic, you're also no stranger to a ring. We'll get into that a little bit yep. later as well. But you are also an entrepreneur, a businessman, 25 years success in the auto industry. Correct. You're also a DJ. You, you literally have a plethora of hats that you wear. Yep. So talk to me. This is what I want to find interesting. Talk to me about the typical life, a day in the life of Ray Bernardo. Oh, wow. Okay. That's... Uh... Normally the day uh, the day will start at about uh, five five thirty a.m. in the morning. Uh, get up, obviously you know I got a lot of things to do, so I respond to some emails and so on and so forth. Uh, get ready, hop in the car, and off I go. And in, in the car, it's uh, it's countless phone calls. It's uh, looking at different ways to help out uh, communities and help out uh, um, you know different types of sponsor. Prime example, we're a proud sponsor of, uh, of Straight Talk Wrestling now, which is great. I'm pretty pumped about that. Um, and then it's, it's get to the office and then it's go time. I mean, it's no different than, uh, I guess, a boxer, a wrestler, a fighter. They have their their, um, their ways of doing things and, and it's no different than running a business and being in business. I mean, I've been in the car business since 1996. At the uh, ripe old age of 19 years old, I got into it and uh, started selling cars. I actually started doing follow-up calls, selling cars, moved my way up to an assistant manager, a sales manager, a finance manager, a general sales manager now to a, a general manager of uh, this amazing company that we work for called the Road Sport, Road Sport Auto Group. Um, I'm in charge of running Road Sport Chrysler, uh, but we have two other stores, one in New Brunswick that we acquired about a year ago, and we've got another store about five kilometers away, which is a Honda store, which is absolutely great. So it's a lot of fun. So uh, a day in my life, wow. Um, it's about not selling cars anymore. I'm not, I'm not excited about selling cars anymore. I'm actually more excited about helping people uh, you know, you can't afford a payment or something like that. We'll we'll get there for you. We'll uh, we'll we'll make things happen and so on and so forth. If you can't afford your uh, your service bills, we will uh, we'll help you out. We'll figure something out to help you out, and that's that's what I'm all about now. It's all about helping people, uh, whether it's from you know sponsoring different events. We do a lot of different things from sponsoring. Um, uh, we have a big event we sponsor called uh, Rentals for Heroes for people that are um, that have been injured in in, uh, in combat or in the army or whatever. We we sponsor that every single year. We just did a, uh, a generous donation of Sick Kids Hospital uh, recently. So my life has changed a lot. It's, it's, it happened more when I became a father. So that's that's how all these things have changed. And you know what we 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 got to count our blessings of how fortunate we are on a daily basis, uh, where no matter how big your problems are, somebody out there has bigger. And that's the guy I am now. I want to help those people out. It's pretty cool when you become a dad. I'm a proud girl dad. I have two wonderful daughters, a 10-year-old and a 4-year-old. And the 4-year-old drives me absolutely insane. She's all over the place and all over the house and all that kind of crazy stuff. Right, which is fun. Yeah, it it, 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 keeps you on your toes for sure. It does. And now that I've quit smoking, I have a lot more energy. All right. So uh, (laughs) I'm only three days in, though. Give me some time. It's only my third day. Perfect. But, um, you know, having kids changes your priorities and your perspective. Kind of same thing happened to me. Right. Where I um, literally had to kind of reevaluate my life once my first daughter was born and decided that I wanted to show her that nothing is impossible. So I started chasing And you know what? That, that is the best way to, um, 
to show your kids that anything is possible by doing something you actually believe in. And I've done that a lot too. And uh, that's one of the reasons why I became a DJ 20 years ago. Was to, and, and it, it, it runs in the blood. Like my daughter loves it and she loves being around it. So um, I, I, I'm happy to hear that, that you're, you're instilling that in your daughter that nothing is impossible. The word impossible actually means impossible. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's one of those things that I think is the best thing as a parent you can pass on to your kids is, is teaching them it's never too late and it's never too early to stop dreaming. Absolutely. So you want to keep on dreaming and stuff like that. But you're how absolutely. old is your daughter? My daughter just turned 10. Okay, so in her, July, her and mine, mine is about to turn 11 in October, yeah. so they literally are one year apart from each other. So, um, you know, other than doing the stuff you do in the auto business and how much you get back to the community, which is great, you're no stranger to the wrestling business. I am not. You have been in the wrestling business before. You have actually I, fought for, you're also proudly affiliated with Destiny Wrestling. I am. And you have fought some of the legends of Destiny Wrestling. I have. I've had, I had the privilege of doing that, but I'll get you, I'll get you right to where, uh, Wrestling started with uh, Battle Arts Academy. I actually did a show with uh, Santino Morella, uh, a.k.a. Anthony Corelli, or that's the other way around. Anthony Corelli, a.k.a. <laughs> Santino Morella, sorry, who actually is my wrestling coach, who actually did teach me how to wrestle, which is fabulous. And he's another, uh, we actually teamed up years ago, became the tag team champions of savings in the GTA, which was great. Um, and he's his work is just out of this world of what he's done for uh, different charities and, and, and for for uh, young and upcoming wrestlers that have a dream to make the WWE or ROH or TNA or all these all these different events. Um, so we started a show, uh, it was called Create Your Own Wrestling Show. And a lot of people came out of that. I mean, there's a lot of guys that came out of that show. There's a, a, a wrestler that wrestles for Battle Arts right now, or used to anyways, um, T.O.'s his name. Uh, we had... Uh, a couple of guys, some of the guys became uh, referees, but Hardbody, who's uh, out there just killing it, doing a great job, and I believe he's in the States right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's doing a great job with that. But, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, no, I, I am no strange to wrestling. I did have the privilege and the opportunity to wrestle uh, Destiny's Great, the one and only Mr. Entertainment, RJ City. Um, it was a great match. I mean, I had a lot of fun doing it. It was a lot of work to get into it. Um for those of you who love wrestling, keep supporting it. For those of you who want to become a wrestler, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of training. It's a lot of life-altering changes you need to make for one match. Imagine doing that for, um, you know, uh, wrestling like these guys do in the WWE. 300 days a year away from families and stuff. So, yeah, I'm no stranger to the ring. I loved, uh, I had a great time. I did wrestle RJ City. I'm actually the only guy... Uh, ever to pin RJ City in Destiny Wrestling from that point on. Now I know, I know things have changed since then, but I was actually probably I think I think it was the first ever pin RJ City. I, I believe you were. You and, held that record for quite some time. Yeah. It wasn't like it was a three day or four day or right. a couple month record. Right. We're talking this record went over a year. Oh yeah, for sure. 100%. So, uh, and that's because RJ is uh, very distracting. Can run his mouth all kinds of different mm-hmm. ways and can pull you completely out mm-hmm. of your match. Get out of your head. Out of your game plan. Yeah, he actually spray painted my car. <laughs> uh, I did not. Yeah, yeah, tell me he, about that. I did not know he, that. Uh, he came to my dealership. Uh, I was actually at Battle Arts training with uh, Anthony, with Santino. And uh, lo and behold, I get this uh, notification from uh, YouTube that something's on YouTube. And RJ just went down there and uh, ran his mouth and uh, said, you know, hey, if, uh, if you're out there doing my job, I'll come out here and do yours. And um, I. Did a lot of talking. Said, said a lot of pretty harsh words, and I'm 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 more of a humanitarian or a businessman. I don't really respond to stuff like that. But 
Uh, he crossed the line when he spray painted my uh, my brand new car with his name on the side door, which was actually it wasn't just on the side door; it was from the fender to the back. So I was gonna say, was it was it was pretty big. Yeah, it was RJ <laughs> City, and he, uh, it was it was in uh, light gray or white spray paint on a on a dark vehicle, so it was pretty noticeable. Yeah, it was something that's definitely gonna take a few uh, a- absolutely a few couple grand to fix up <laughs> and Ab- make sure absolutely. the car was drivable again. Absolutely, but you held the record, you held it down in that match. I was actually able to go back and find some, you know, piece together some footage and stuff like that of the match. And you held your own. Yeah. You did really well. Thank you. You're a guy who I see a lot of, um, you're a power guy for sure. I mean, okay. your size definitely beams power. Uh, speed is there as well. Mm-hmm. Agility, not so much. But again, that's because size and stature. A lot of bigger guys don't really have the agility. Mm-hmm. But you did move around the ring. And when you were able to catch RJ City, you were able to put the hurt on him in quite a few different ways. Well, thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. And your, your DJing was great. We actually, the first time I met you was at the barbecue. And um, that's when you and I struck up the conversation Absolutely. about sponsorship now. And it was seamlessly very easy to do. And I'm proud to have you as my first official and, and sponsor. I, and I'm proud to be your first official sponsor. Thank you for that. I know the relationship's going to grow and evolve Absolutely. and change. But um, one of the things that was interesting is you were wearing multiple hats that day. Between doing the music, between announcing, between helping with the barbecue, between helping hype up the crowd, keep everybody in line. You were giving away free auto detailing. You were doing so much. Right, right. And then, um, you know, we were kind of... A couple wrestlers were at the barbecue. They were cutting promos. They were doing things. Yep, yep. And it was great. It was great to see all that because we knew we were hyping up the show for the 13th. Well, let me ask you a question. Did you actually expect anything different from Destiny Wrestling? I mean, no, I, I, I Iceman, Iceman's on top when it comes to that. He knows what he's doing. Uh, we're actually a very proud uh, official sponsor of Destiny World Wrestling as well. And a lot of great big things coming from Destiny. Stay tuned with that. We'll talk about that a little later on. But Absolutely, absolutely. And that's an off-camera conversation, guys. Sorry, some things have to be closed door. Not everybody can. Not but everybody you'll can. hear you'll hear it here first when we're allowed to announce it. How does that sound? That's that's great. I'm going to hold you to that. Okay, you got Whether it. Whether it be phone or if I got to come back again, we'll work out Perfect. something. But uh, in terms of uh, that day, it was great. We got to see RJ City come out. Absolutely. Alexi Nicole came out. There was an announcement made about the women's, you know, um, tournament now. Mm-hmm. We crowned the first official Destiny Women's Champion. Yeah, which is and exciting. It is. I'm a big advocate of women's wrestling. I've been a passionate fan and supporter of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad to see that Destiny is now opening the doors to that. Because Absolutely. Because there's so many great women wrestlers in Ontario mm-hmm. that they don't have enough promotions highlighting them like they should be. And right. For Destiny to now say, now we have to start highlighting it, it's a big, big deal. And I can't wait to see what the belt looks like because mm. the next-gen title looks great, the Destiny World Championship looks great, you know that the Women's Championship is going to be out. If you like happen. those two titles, you're absolutely going to love the Women's Championship. Can you give me a little hint? Can we get a little hint of what uh, they look like? Are we talking no. color? White strap, black no, strap? No, can't tell you. We're, 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 uh, it's, it's, it's in the works, but we're... Uh, I did uh, talk with Iceman and 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 did uh, mention that we got to make this one big, and we're, we're you know we're thinking about revamping a few different things there too. But I mean, it's the ball's in his court. I'm just here as a, a sponsor and a supporter of the events, and and like I said, big things coming, and that's one of them. So we'll talk about that after. There you go. We'll talk about that a little later on. But then there was one person that kind of interrupted a promo. He kind of acted like a buffoon, really, and he's someone I've had on my show before. Uh, a lot of people know him, Pretty Ricky. Uh, yeah, uh, pretty he, Ricky. Yeah, he I, uh, has. Um, he has. He interrupted RJ City. He came out and then he started insulting DJ. Started insulting the music choices. Started insulting everything about that. And I, I for a while there, I was kind of sitting back and I was watching you at the DJ booth and I was like, you know, his eyes are glued on him, but he's not really making a move yet. I don't know what's going to happen. And then he kind of tipped, said something that tipped the scales. And you had just had enough. He came out from behind the DJ booth mm-hmm. and he just said, you know, you like to talk. You talk a lot. Yeah, he, and, and, and he does. And I gotta, well, we'll start off by saying that uh, 
Pretty Ricky, when I first met Pretty Ricky, we're going to probably go back about five years ago, and he was um, he was a referee. And uh, and, Pre and Pretty Ricky did a great job, and he had an opportunity to wrestle, and he, you know what, he did he did an amazing job. I'm actually, uh, believe it or not, I'm actually a fan of Pretty Ricky's. I think Pretty Ricky is uh, is a very talented young man. I think he's got uh, he's got the look, he's got the uh, the strength, he knows how to. Almost similar to RJ, he knows he's how got to play. the psychology. Yeah, he, he he knows how to play that game and so on and so forth. And you know when you're when you're a sponsor of an event or a sponsor of a show or or you're doing something along those lines to uh, to, to help out uh, an event to make it better to make it bigger and better. And because you know that Destiny Wrestling, one thing that we do and especially Iceman is he appreciates his fans and he wants to give them the bang for their buck. I I went to that event to. Uh, just play some music and give away some detailing and kind of help out and whatever. I had no idea what was going on. Um, I had no clue that Pretty Ricky was going to trash talk what I do. And uh, he went he went overboard. And when he went overboard, I'm one of those guys that whether it's in business or in, in, in personal, I never back down from a challenge no matter how big it is. And he didn't challenge me. He did not challenge me. But he gave you a cheap shot. Yeah, he did. Well, he, uh, he, he, was, he was mouthing off and so on and so forth. And... Um, um, you know, he, uh, I think what set me off was he said that the music sucked and that he thinks that I'm a used car salesman. And that's okay. That's that's fine. It's all well and good. But uh, I did not go out there to uh, to challenge him or to confront him or anything like that. I just went out there to let him know that my presence was there and I did hear what he said. And, of course, like, I think you were there. I mean, RJ graciously let me in the ring. It was his show. Um, you were uh, you were there. You, you saw what happened. And he... Uh, got into my face and he you know started finger pointing and so on and so forth and whatever the case may be and um he um you know he, he sorry he pointed he pointed he was pointing my chest and uh, that's when i had enough and that's when i yeah he shoved them sh to the ground I, I did not want that to happen i'm not i'm not a wrestler um i mean i i loved the event i fell in love with the event when i was a kid i loved i've been watching wrestling for 35 years. So what, what was the what was the major influence for you back then? Like, what drew you to the, the business? The, my, my favorite match of all time had to be uh, Tito Santana versus Macho Man Randy Savage when he clobbered him with a roll of quarters to win the Intercontinental <laughs> title. And that was great. And then from there on, it went on and on and on. And I've had the privilege of meeting a lot of these guys. But let's just rewind there for a second, go back to Pretty Ricky. I mean, I never thought that... Uh, I mean, I've seen him wrestle in different venues, different events, because I support all, uh, all wrestling events. Um, and I was kind of insulted by that, and and that kind of bothered me. And 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 I do know now that, uh, you know, being being a businessman, that's not my that's not my business. That's not what I do. Um, but in saying that, I know that he has had. Um, he's got a podcast show himself too. Or he just started one up recently. He's got with, it and with hard body, right? Yeah, with hard body. Yeah, he's been um, he's been using that platform to address this situation right and so you and i thought about this as a way to announce your uh, sponsorship with me also giving you a chance and a platform to respond right now now being a businessman i harbor no ill feelings towards uh pretty ricky or to, towards hard body um i think they're they're uh, amazing athletes well if you want to call them that they're amazing athletes um and they're great but i do think um you know uh, making my presence known to uh Pretty Ricky was one thing, and I thought I honestly thought George that this was squashed. I thought it was done. 
thought that was it. That, that was it, it. and it, it said, was over. I, you got and, on my face. I defended myself. Yeah, and, that's and it. he was he was kind of mouthing off me a little bit outside of the barbecue afterwards. But you know what? Again, being a businessman, that's not my job. My job is to to help people and, and to, to make people feel good, and that's why I'm a DJ. That's why I do all these things. But um, I will tell you this, and I'll make this announcement now because nobody does know this, and whether this is uh, uh, gonna go against my, my agreement with Destiny Wrestling. I will tell you this: that um, I he he crossed the line, and when someone crosses the line, I try and deal with it as diplomatically as I can. And clearly, he's not. I mean, if you watch his podcast, he's talking about uh, wanting to steal a car off my lot, or you know, put a coffin on my front lawn as a hard body would say as a power move, or uh, that family members of mine or my kids are messaging him and so on and so forth. So now. Now he's crossed the line. Now he's brought it, made it personal. He's yeah, he's, 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 he's made it very personal to me now. He's brought your personal life every day. 100%. And that's one thing that I try and keep away from all of uh, my events and businesses that I do. I mean, the family's always welcome, but I, I uh, when I'm a businessman, I'm a businessman. When I'm with my family, I'm with my family. Two different things. And now that he's, uh, he's brought that into it, I'm going to announce it here for the first time ever. Um, today is, and I, I haven't really spoke with ice about this but i mean it's been on my mind and and we're gonna do it here on your show and if that's okay with you as absolutely me, i love as me being a sponsor um i'm just gonna put this out there pretty ricky um i respect you man you're a good guy but you cross the line and if you want if you want to settle this we can do it one of two ways we can have a conversation which we can do or if you're mad enough I'm putting out an open challenge right now to you at the Destiny Show, September 13th. So you tell me if this is what you want to do. You want to talk about lowering me into the top ropes and pile, pile driving me into the concrete? You want to do this? I'm up for the challenge. I'm putting out a challenge to you, Pretty Ricky, for September 13th at Destiny World Wrestling. It's up to you to make the decision if you want to do this or not. You've been talking a lot of smack. You've been running your mouth. Put your money where your mouth is, and let's do this if you're man enough. This is typical millennial. Let's hide behind a camera. Let's hide behind a phone. Let's hide behind email and sit back and insult people, what they do and what, what, what they're trying to accomplish for other people out there. I will be there on the 13th. You let me know if you want to meet me in the ring. Wow. That's, that's huge news. That's, that's another uh, epic confrontation that the fans will be looking forward to if he accepts, if he's man enough to accept. Mm-hmm. And I hope he is, because otherwise... All hey, we can, we can settle this uh, over conversation if he wants to, for right. real. But I don't think he does, because if he did, he would have reached out to you by now. 100%. He's had two podcasts since the, the altercation happened mm-hmm. in late August. And it seems that I'm the focus of his attention right now. And why, why is that? I mean, right, do you need a new car? Do you, do, you, do you need some help with something? That's fine. But the challenge is out there, Ricky. If you, if you want to you run your mouth on your podcast, why don't you run your mouth to me? Face-to-face. Like, let, let's do this. I mean, I've got no problem doing that. I have no problem stepping back in the ring to settle this if that's what he wants to do. The, 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 the challenge is out there, and you heard it here first. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I hope that he accepts. Because as much as I appreciate Ricky for who he is, mm-hmm. the best part about watching Ricky is watching him get his butt whooped. <laughs> and that's the truth of the matter. And, and that, uh, Listen, I have never stepped in the ring, but I've been a fan of this business since I was five years old. Right. I know the psychology. I know the business. Right. And everybody loves to see the, the, the shit talker get his ass kicked. Right. And that's what I'm hoping, and it's not because you're my sponsor. Yep. I just know that 
Pretty Ricky getting his butt ripped is so much more entertaining than Pretty Ricky whooping anybody's butt. I'll have to agree with you. I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, he's a very talented guy. He knows what he's doing. He knows his way around the ring the way I know my way around the car dealership. Or the way I know how to, but he, what he needs to understand is I'm no stranger to a ring. Right. I've managed some of the best in the industry. You've in also the, got an MMA background too. I do. Mistaken, yes, right? I do. Um, I don't think that I don't think it's going to be that kind of a fight. But I mean, again, at the end of the day, if that's what he wants to do, that, I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, like I said, I'm a businessman. I'm a humanitarian. I love sponsoring things. I love sponsoring events, helping people. But honestly, with all due respect, George, he's he has crossed the line, and I need to address that. I get that, especially yeah. when, I mean, I'm the same way. When it comes to my, my wife or my daughters, anybody messes with them, yeah. they, I, I'm going to attack full force. Yeah. And if it ends up that I, that I get repercussions from the world later on, so be it. Mm -hmm. But the minute you cross the line with either one of my family members, now you're bringing, now you, the beast is going to come out. Right. Because you're, you're a humanitarian first, you're a businessman first, but at the end of the day, you're a father. Right, 100%. And, and minute, that's, that's the most rewarding job yeah, on exactly. the planet. So. It absolutely is. And the minute you mention your daughter, yeah. I knew it. When I watched the episode, all I did was I was drinking my coffee. And I looked down at the, the phone and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no, no. You don't, you don't do that, man. Yeah. There's, there's, there is rules to the game. Yeah. And he broke a rule. Right. And now he deserves whatever comes his way. Right. But I got to ask you a question. Because sure. it's been a while since you stepped in the ring. It's right. been a minute. It's been five years. It's been five years. So now we're issuing the challenge here on September 2nd. The show was in 11 days. Correct. How did you prepare for somebody like Pretty Ricky, where power is not his game, but speed and psychology is? So how do you, I don't want any trade secrets, but how are you going to prepare? Are you going to get with Anthony? Or are we talking, you know, two-a-days, three-a-day workout sessions? Are yep. we taking some time? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what we're going to do. I've been, I've been thinking about putting forth this challenge for a while, uh, and I was going to, actually, I was going to let it go. Um, because you know what, it, it's not, this isn't a matter of strength or power. It's a matter of what's right. And I was going to let it go, but I, his last podcast, uh, as, as you got more personal, that kind of, uh, that, that kind of upset me a little bit. So, uh, as for, uh, yeah, for, for, for size, yeah, he, he, he doesn't compare really at the end of the day, but I mean, for, for agility and speed and the psychology game, I could play that game too, the psychology game. But I mean, he, he is, he's a wrestler. He does this every day. I don't. So. Yeah, there. Uh, I won't give away the trade secrets, but yeah, I, I, as I was thinking about this, I have set up the, the training which uh, actually started last night. So, we're uh, we're back in full force with some pretty serious workouts and some, pretty serious maneuvers and stuff. And again, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, am I am I a little afraid to get in the ring? Absolutely. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it's it's wrestling. You know what I mean? Anything can happen, at any point in time. And it's not like I'm wrestling a guy who, um, well, if he accepts, of course. It's not like I'm wrestling a guy that. Has never wrestled before. He's been in some pretty grueling matches, pretty Ricky, in his career, and I've witnessed quite a few of them. And he's got a lot of gold backing up uh, what he does in the ring. Uh, Again, 100%. he's no slouch, 100%. but I enjoy watching him lose more than I do watching him win. I, <laughs> and most and most people feel that way for sure. So, can I ask you a question? Sure. Because this is something that I'm thinking in the back of my head, knowing Ricky, knowing his game. Uh, if he accepts, mm. but he accepts with a condition or a stipulation of some kind, maybe I'm not saying he's going to. But if it comes to that, if he says, "Well, I'll step in the ring." But you got to tie one arm behind your back, or you got to be blindfolded for the first five minutes, or I'm allowed thirty seconds to just do whatever I want to do, and then you're allowed to start the match. If he comes along with any kind of stupid stipulation, will you accept the stipulation? Based on him making a personal, yeah. So if it's, if he comes to you and he addresses this podcast and he says to you, "I'll accept it, but under this condition." Well, 
George, you know he's going to address his podcast. Your podcast is a hundred times, thousand times better than his, so he's going to watch it for sure. I appreciate. So that. at the at the end of the day, him and Hardbody can address whatever they want, and if if he accepts the challenge, then we'll, if uh, of course sanctioned by destiny, if if they're okay with whatever his stipulation, that's fine. At the end of the day, he's made this personal, so now that he's made it personal, this may be a little more than just a wrestling match for me. So I mean, at at the end of the day, I may have uh, I, I may have a stipulation myself. I don't know. It, it depends on how. Crazy situation gets, but at the end of the day, um, you know, you he gave, he cheap shot me. At, he gave me a cheap shot at Destiny Wrestling last time, and he cowered right out. And then you guys were all there. You've seen it. I've seen. I've seen the the, the some of the footage that's been around. He he gave me a cheap shot and left, and and did not come back out. And we could have settled it right there. We could have settled it right there. He chose not to. Right. So now the, the, that's kind of gotten under my skin a little bit as well too. Uh, in the sense of doing that, but I mean, yeah, whatever stipulations are. I mean, if 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 Ice accepts, if Ice even accepts the match, that's uh, which I'm sure he will. Uh, and if, of course, if Pretty Ricky is man enough to accept the challenge, then that's that's fine too. And if there's stipulations, I guess we'll talk about those. But if he does accept it, I will tell you this much: I will be ready to go on the Thursday. Fantastic. So one other thing I want to talk about, and this is kind of something that um, is kind of a big, big news in the Ontario NBC, yep. is that um, Anthony Corelli, yep. you know, great owner of Battle Arts, one mm-hmm. of the meccas of Ontario oh, Indie Wrestling. Phenomenal. The Don Koloff Arena has held so many great matches, phenomenal. has brought in so much great talent from WWE, from NXT UK. Destiny's been a big part of bringing those guys. Huge. Rey Mysterio's been there. So many, RJ City's been there. So many guys. Kevin, Kevin Nash. Brock, We've Kevin had Nash, Kurt Angle. Mick Foley. Like Jeff so, Jarrett. I mean, we go on for hours here. Yeah, we really could. We yeah. could literally spend an hour just listing yeah. names that have been in that building. Yeah. So he found his forever home with his, his beautiful wife and his beautiful family yep. out in Georgia Bay. Yeah. He recently decided he wanted to make a move and pass on Battle Arts. Originally, it looked like he might be closing the doors, but it looks like now he's partnering up with AC and Dave yep. over at Hamilton Hamilton Wrestling, yep. which is a fantastic organization. Great, great roster there as well. Um, and they're going to keep the Battle Arts name going. Right. So, kind of a question that I have, and if I, this is two boards coming, I apologize mm-hmm. in advance. With promotions like Destiny, with promotion that Battle Arts themselves run out of that building, also Revolution Women's Wrestling mm-hmm. runs out of there, a lot of great promotions run out of right. that building. Have we talked to the new ownership about keeping these relationships going with the Don Koloff Arena? The only thing that I can say that I, that I, that I've, that I do know is that they... Uh, they're great guys. They run an amazing promotion on Hamilton. I'm actually excited to uh, to get to know these guys a little more and, and, and check out their shows. But I have heard that they do want to keep everything the way it is. So I, I have heard that uh, you know there's uh, they want to do events. So I, I'm I'm pretty sure that they're going to want to kind of keep things the same way because it, it's it's great exposure. I mean, when Anthony built uh, Battle Arts back in the day, um, Anthony put his uh, typical cliche of blood, sweat, and tears into the place. And built it to, like you said, to this mecca of that. That was the place to go and watch wrestling. Like that, I, I look at Battle Arts and I think of it's like the Maple Leaf Gardens of Mississauga. It really is. Right? I agree with you 100. And and Anthony has done so much for uh, the community, for for kids, for for everything. I mean, I've got a very personal relationship with Anthony Corelli um, from uh, actually him being my wrestling coach. He gave me my first set of wrestling boots, um, and he uh, he actually refed my match for me. Uh, with RJ City because RJ called out Cobra Carl as he likes to put it. So uh, <laughs> Anthony accepted that, um, and you know, for for him now to find his forever home, I think it's a great step for him. I think Anthony's done what he's had to do, 
I mean, he, he wanted to be a wrestler. He's a judo champion. We all know that world champion. He accomplished that. Um, he's an incredible, incredible human being, an incredible father. I don't know how good a husband he is. I'm not married to the guy. That's, that's a different kettle of fish. But, I mean, I know that uh, he's a great husband. Uh, him and Anna have a great relationship. And uh, and Marco, his little guy now, is just out, out of this world. I mean, the, the, the WWE, look out. And the next gen, Bianca. She's uh, 100%. I was going to get to her next. She's uh, she's come a long way. But she and, and she knows that she's got some big shoes to fill with her dad doing what he did. Remember, Anthony made WWE at a later age. Anthony beat all the odds and did it. And he beat all the odds with, with Battle Arts. And as a businessman, I respect him a lot. And as a friend, I hate to see him go. Um, we're still going to maintain a friendship, obviously. It's just a little further away. But um, I, I have nothing but the world of respect for him uh, following his dream in wanting to have his find his forever home with his family up up north or wherever he's, wherever he's going because... Um, He's done it. He's he can look back, like if you listen to the song "My Way" by Sinatra, that that explains Anthony in in, in, a, in a nutshell. I mean, That's he a did great song. he did everything he wanted to do, but he just did it that much better. I mean, I've got I tip my hat off to him. He's a great friend. He's an amazing businessman. He was a phenomenal wrestler, incredible wrestler, and he'll wrap you up with a pretzel pretty quick if he really wants to. Um, so I'm very proud of him. I, I mean, it, it kind of sucks that it's going, but I'm also very excited in saying that on the other side of the coin. Uh, for the new owners to come in and kind of start their thing, because you know what, if they if they need uh, my support, I will be there to help them too, as I, as I did Anthony over time. It's all about wrestling, man. That's all it's about, right? Right. So let's get back to this match with Pretty Ricky. I got one more question. I think we'll move on from there. In terms of this match, a lot of matches, sometimes, especially personal ones like this one, has to come. Right. If you accept the challenge, a lot of times you just can't. One off is not enough. Right. If need be. And we need to go back to the square circle to settle it because he may start smack talking all over again. Right. After the first situation with Kangaroo Dog. Whatever the income may be, are you prepared to leave the ring alone knowing that he might not? Or if you need to, will you step back? 100%. Uh, to answer if I, if, I had to, if I had to wrestle him again, um, I would. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what... Uh, uh, who knows? I mean, I, I could get injured in this match. Like I said, I'm not a wrestler. I do have a different background and stuff. But I mean... Um, understand this i'm 44 years old i don't heal like i used to at 24 and or 34 so at the end of the day i mean he's got that advantage over me too so i mean what when, when i wrestle him again I, george i think you know me well enough i never back down from a challenge so i mean at, at, at the end of it all uh, i put forth this challenge like i said because he did make it personal so we'll, we'll see how it accepts but i mean at the end of the day when all the dust settles and all the smoke clears if there has to be a pretty ricky and ray part two chirp if need be, absolutely. Fantastic. Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, I, I wish you the best of luck. I know Thank the training you. is going to be killer. Thank you. And I, I'm anxious to see once this drops what his response is going to be. Right. I I will say this too, and I know as a sponsor, you'll be okay with it. Ricky, you want to call me and you want to respond on Straight Talk, the floor is open to you. Yep. But you let us know. Ray made an exclusive announcement there by calling you out and saying that he's prepared to have the match. Mm -hmm. But now, mind you, he also did say, and I know knowing your mind, Ricky, they're going to get clouded in all this. He did say you could have a phone conversation and avoid this match. Mm -hmm. He did say that. But knowing Ricky and how he's a glutton for the spotlight, I don't think the phone conversation is going to happen. Yeah, he's uh, he loves the spotlight. And you know what? So be it. Take it. I mean, I've, I've been there before. And, I mean, it's it's 
it's it, it's great. Um, but I, I agree with you, George, and and I think that he won't want to settle this via phone call because the minute he saw me when he got under my skin, I guess to put it nicely, the minute that he did see me, he did mention to me that it was RJ smack talking me, and I mean that. Uh, that feud between RJ and I has been buried for a long time. I mean, I got nothing but respect for the man. I think he's amazing at everything that he does. Every he's another guy that wears a pile of hats. Like he's got, he just he does so much, so many, so many different things. And uh, I was actually kind of honored that he opened the ropes for me, say it's my show, come on in. And that's when Ricky changed his tune of you know what was being said and how how it was being said. And I think uh, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be. Uh, for me, anyways, it's personal, like I said, but I mean, I'm excited to see. I'm actually excited to see how, how uh, your fans and how Destiny's fans are going to respond to this, too. That should be uh, pretty fun to see what their responses are. Well, absolutely. I mean, follow the Twitter feeds, follow the Instagram feeds. This episode is going to go up tonight. We're recording it right now at 2 o'clock on September 2nd. By 6, 7 o'clock tonight, this episode will be up, and we're going to announce it to the world exactly what happened here today. Mm-hmm. So one question I got to ask, being a dad, when he crossed the line and he brought your daughter into it, did you sit your daughter down before making this announcement today and say, listen, honey, daddy's going to have to go handle this. And I'm going to have to handle it in a way you're not used to seeing daddy handle it. Because let's be honest, your daughter's seeing your business side. Yeah. Your daughter's seeing your philanthropist side. Right. Your daughter's seeing how much you give back and how much you, you mm-hmm. help the world. Right. But now she's going to see dad the fighter, dad the protector, dad the man of honor and respect. Well, so she, have you talked to, to her about I, it? I, I have, yeah. She's 10 years old. She understands it more. I mean, when I wrestled RJ, she was five, so she didn't know what was going on uh, back then. She just then. saw you in a ring. Yeah, yeah, she thought it was fun. <laughs> she thought it was a lot of fun. And it actually, that actually, uh, believe it or not, uh, RJ actually got her into becoming more of a wrestling fan because she thought it was fun. She thought it was okay. They're, you know, they're, she thought it was almost like a pillow fight of some sort. All right. And I was glad to keep it that way Probably at five. Instead of pillows and boots and fists. Right. Yeah. Um, and she she always says to me, Daddy, can you body slam me the way you did that guy? And I said, absolutely. So she's over over now, over the years, she's loved watching. She's a big, big avid supporter of the women's wrestling. She loves it. She thinks it's great. Um, but now that she's 10, it's a different conversation, right? So now it's like, I did tell her she does know me as the protector and as the as the supporter of, of many different things, and she loves that side of it. She loves the DJ business. She loves that we're involved in the wrestling side of it, but she wasn't. her first question was, well, Daddy, what if you get hurt? And I said, well, you know what, Daddy, uh, Daddy's going to do his best not to get hurt. And she did say that uh, she, she actually was a pretty Ricky fan. She liked uh, his demeanor and how he comes out to the ring for the events that brought it to, but... Uh, looks like he lost another fan. She's not too happy with him now. So my daughter as well. Uh, my daughter did not like the way he handled himself, yeah. and she's already told me that um, she kind of had a feeling that you were going to make some kind of announcement like right. this today. So she already told me, Dad, we're on your way home. I need you to stop by the dollar store. I need some crystal boards. We got to make a sign. <laughs> we got to make I love a sign. It. And I said absolutely. I love it. So she she was a fan. She's uh, RJ's got a special place in her heart. Her and RJ are like besties when they see each other. It's all I, I, I did see I did see that at the event. <laughs> I did see it at the event. RJ, she loves RJ. She gives him gifts all the time. But pretty Ricky, she appreciates. But when she sees him too, she's like, oh, this guy. Yeah. And when you see your 10-year-old daughter say, oh, this, this guy, guy, it's pretty funny. Yeah. It's pretty, she's like, oh. And the only reason she liked him at first was because her and I got into Cobra Kai, the Karate Kid series. Right. And she heard great the ser- song. Great series. Great series. Season three is coming out hopefully yeah. soon. And she heard the song. And she goes, is that from Karate Kid? I went, yeah, that's a song from Karate yeah. Kid. And she's like, okay, I kind of like it. And then when he came out with the smooching and stuff like that, she's like, no, I don't like it. 
<laughs> well, I, I will. I will say it's no no disrespect to the Karate Kid. I mean, I loved watching uh, the Karate Kid. I thought it was great. I mean, uh, that was what mid '80s, so that would have put me as uh, 10, 11 years old when those movies started coming out. And I was six. You were six. Okay. Six. So. Um, you know, it's, it's great that Cobra Kai has been re-released. I've actually watched the first two seasons. I, th- I thought they were great. I'm glad they're going to season three. Um, but I guess picking a song like uh, The Best from Joe Esposito as your ring entrance, it reminds me of Ralph Macchio, and we all know that Ralph Macchio wasn't very much, and that's all I'm going to say about that. So it kind of tells me where your mindset's at with that song. Great tune. Love the song. Love Joe Esposito, too. But um, it's kind of funny. I, I, I agree with your daughter. I, so what's your ring announce song? Do you have a do you have a song that gets you hyped up as you're coming in the ring? Oh, there's there's a lot a lot of music that uh, that hypes you up when I work out and all kinds of stuff. But I've uh, very partial to any time I've ever wrestled, it's always been to um, Call the Personality, nice. which is which is a living color, which is a great 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 song. It's, it it's it's a hype up track. So if Pretty Ricky does accept the challenge, you'll hear that blaring through the speakers 100 percent at one point in the night or not. So. Um, is this now? I have a question for you. your daughter has some sort of a thing going on too, right? With questions and stuff with wrestlers and she does. Yeah, she's got a little segment that her and I started because she's been bugging me and bugging me and bugging me to start. Because we can't thing. make this all about us. No, we, we, we got to make it about we her can. too. I, I appreciate that. I call her the mini host. She's yeah, I saw, of, and I saw that she had Alexia Nicole on. She had Alexia Nicole. I saw that. She's had RJ. Um, we did a couple early uh, March before COVID happened. Yep. With Carew, we did one with Bianca. We did one with the women uh, battle arts uh, women's champion Amy Crimson. We also did one with one half of the Battle Arts Tag Team Champions, Joe Mack. Right. So we've done a few, and now she's got, uh, we just released RJ two weeks ago, released Alexia. Both were over 80 views within That's the awesome. first week. She, her, her videos get more views than my podcast. Well, let's, get, let's get these videos up. Let's let's get the, the, the views up. Let's get this podcast going. Thank you very much. It's on YouTube, so you can check her out. It's five questions with the mini host. You can also check all the content that we do here, including the interview with yourself. will be on YouTube later tonight. And, um, yeah, we've got a few coming out. we got one coming out with Ice. Yep. That's dropping. And we also got one coming out with Aiden Prince. That's going to be great. That's going to be great, man. What a talent, eh? Yeah, she is. Let's go back for a second. So your daughter's had RJ on and Carew. What a force to record with that guy. That guy's just an animal, eh? What a beast. I actually got him on the show. And um, his story is interesting as hell. Uh, Yeah. The fact of how his family had to escape Turkey. Yeah. How they had to fight adversity to come here. And what he's done in his short career thus far is nothing but impressive. Amazing. He's he's got he's got the world by the you know what, and he's he's gonna go places. His crew. I got a lot of respect for him. Um, he uh, he did he did choke me once at, at a battle art show years ago. Um, I believe it, and it probably hurt like hell. Uh, it did. He's got the guys got uh, they're like vice grips for hands, and uh, he actually was the first ever battle arts heavyweight champion. Yes, I know. And, that was a big deal. And, and he worked very hard to get there. I mean, I remember seeing Carew when he first started. Uh, wrestling at Battle Arts, and I mean, he's come a long way, a long way. I mean, uh, uh, hats off to him, too. I think he's doing a great job. Yeah, well, you look at the roster itself, Amy Crimson, from where she started to where she is now, as she's literally been the women's champion for almost over a year. Yep. Sexy Stan Smith's also been the light heavyweight champion for almost over a year. Yep. Now, mind you, COVID has slowed the world down. They Absolutely. Haven't, they haven't been able to defend her, but I was at the last show where they defended their titles, yep. and they defended them within the best of circumstances, the crowd was pumped that night. Yeah. We all didn't know what was going to happen five days later, but it was a great show, and they're great talents. 
And I hope there's other promotions that are paying attention because whatever happens with the battle art promotion either it continues or it dissolves. I'm not really sure. Well, if if it dissolves, there's a lot of good talent out there that can get on these rosters. That I'll tell you for sure. Absolutely, guys like Sexy Stan Smith. I think he would be an excellent fit into the Destiny roster. Amy Crimson. I think her hat should be thrown in the ring for that women's championship. Absolutely. You know the talent just as well as I do. Anthony was gracious enough to open his roster up to me, and from what I've seen, and I also think. Uh, and not because of namesake, but I think Bianca Corelli and the work that she's put in, she deserves to be in a conversation for the women's, the first ever women's Destiny Championship tournament. So we already know Lexi Nicole is going to be in it. There's a lot of other great women that are deservedly so to be involved in that tournament. Yep, and I, th I think that uh, B Bianca Corelli would, uh, well, right now I will tell you, she's definitely a force to be reckoned with. I've, I've uh, watched some of her matches, uh, some some live from Battle Straight from Battle, some on uh on video footage and stuff, and to me, I'm, I'm like, wow, like, she's got a, <laughs> she can fight that girl, man. She's got a totally different attitude than her father. The, her father can fight, but she's uh, she's pretty aggressive. Like she is, she's a uh, ground and pound that one. She she gets you down. Look out, and I think that uh, she would definitely be, um, she would definitely be a top contender in uh, for for a women's heavyweight championship. Absolutely, I mean that that would be a force to reckon with there. For sure. I mean, she's she's very talented. The apple didn't fall too far from the tree on that for that with wrestling. No, they both can talk as well. We all know yeah. Anthony, how great Anthony is on oh, the mic, yeah. and we know how and his daughter is no slouch. And yeah. I I see a lot of bright things for her, and I also know the training uh, the tryout she had with WWE last August it went very well. They told oh, she's she's definitely WWE bound, one hundred percent. Yeah, and I, I think it's it's deservedly so, and it's it's it doesn't matter because we all know second generation stars necessarily don't reflect. To their parents. Perfect exactly. example would be Curtis Axel. Yeah. Mr. Perfect was a godsend to the wrestling uh, world. Phenomenal. Curtis Axel, not so much. But then you look at the other side of the corner. You look at Bob Orton, Randy Orton. You know what I mean? Bray Wyatt and, and IRS. IRS. Yeah, hundred percent. But I then mean, you, uh, flip side, you look at Bull Dallas, who's also IRS's son. Bull Dallas yep. is not what his brother is. Nowhere near. By any circumstance. Nowhere near. So isn't that isn't that kind of funny? Don't you find? I that I, kind I, of funny? I find it really funny. I mean, I've had the opportunity to meet and and have dinner with a lot of these. Uh, a lot of WWE guys, a lot of WWE wrestlers and stuff, and I mean, I think one of the, the uh, greatest opportunities was, uh, and, and it's sad that he, he passed already this year, was uh, Rocky Johnson. He used to actually come to my dealership quite a bit. Uh, he's a great guy, and I mean, I've, I've had the um, privilege of meeting Dwayne on, on a few different occasions, and the one thing I did talk to Rocky Johnson about was how um, much more successful his son was in wrestling than he was. I mean, you saw that a lot in the 80s, but I mean, you had a lot of guys in the 80s that were wrestling for, you know, very little money at that time. And, and they, they kind of paved the way for these big stars that are out today. But, I mean, you got to look at it. Like, I mean, if Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, put a family member, a child, or a nephew in, in, in the wrestling business, the name alone is going to carry it. I mean, Dwayne Johnson's daughter is uh, is on the way to WWE, I think. Or she's she's training. training at the Performance Center. Right. And, Perfect. I mean, uh, will she ever be her dad? Absolutely not. But will she hit stardom absolutely and i think i think the same thing for bianca corelli i think that you know anthony did his thing in wwe he uh, i think the only title he never held was the heavyweight he held everything else held everything else was u.s champion yeah was intercontinental champion on the first night he wasn't even under contract no he was not he was not under contract and he got he got an opportunity to step in the ring now yeah. mind you bobby lashley helped but it doesn't matter hey, he still wore yeah. the strap and he defended it proudly for it was a three or four month ring i don't know and t multiple time tag team championship at the list, the accolades go on and on. I mean, Anthony Corelli, in my opinion, and this is not because he's a friend of yours and he's somebody that's opened the door to me in my podcast world, 
He is um, Hall of Fame bound. He's had one. Oh, one hundred percent. If he's not, I'd stop watching wrestling. Well, and also too, he also holds unfortunately the record for the quickest elimination. Which is great. That's okay. <laughs> if that if that gets him in the Hall of Fame, I think that's great. <laughs> so that's fine. It's it's all well and good. But you know what? We can all, we can look at all that stuff, uh, which is great. But I mean, yeah, I agree with you. He's his his accolades alone just from being a champion. I mean, he was like we said, the U.S. Intercontinental Tag Team. I mean, he. Uh, it's unfortunate he never got to wear the heavyweight championship. He would have been a great champion, but he was an incredible champion with all the other belts he held. So, exactly. And but yes, a, I agree. He is Hall of Fame bound, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Absolutely. And hopefully, when he is, when he does get that call to be Hall of Fame bound, he'll come back in the show and talk to me all about it. Uh, I'm sure he will. I'm sure you can work something out for sure. All right, right. Before we wrap it up, I actually wanted to play one little game with you. Sure. I call it um, yes or no. Okay. I'm going to ask you these questions. This is something I was thinking about in the car right up here. And I'm going to ask you questions, and you just tell me yes or no. Okay. No explanation needed. Okay. All right? Tim Hortons, Starbucks. Oh, sorry. Tim Hortons. Yes. Starbucks. Yes. Davis Tea? No. Any kind of tea in general? No. Apple? Yes. Android? No. Football? Yes. Basketball? Yes. Hockey? Yes. Soccer? Yep. Lacrosse? No. Baseball? No. Really? I'm a Red Sox fan. That kind of hurts my feelings, but that's okay. Sponsors and sponsees cannot always agree on uh, 100% that. we shouldn't. Um, and if we're talking about wrestlers, wrestlers in the Ontario indie scene that have a bright future, I want to name off a couple ones that I think are going to succeed. You let me know yes or no what your opinion is. Okay. Uh, Holden Albright? Yes. Pretty Ricky. After the 13th, no. <laughs> Josh Alexander. Absolutely. I know you want yes for 100 million percent. Speedball Mike Bailey. No. Okay. Um, Women-wise, Alexi Nicole. Yes. Jody Trett. Yeah. Trying to think of another good female. Oh, okay, Bianca Corelli. Absolutely. And uh, sorry, I know you want yes or no, but I have to throw the absolutely. One hundred percent. And we'll kick it old school with two other names: Hulk Hogan. For yes or no, like just as a legend, yes or no. No. Macho Man Randy Savage. Yes. Mister Perfect. Yes. Million Dollar Man. No. Virgil. No. <laughs> All right, that's it. That was my last question. I had to throw Virgil in there with the million. Well, yeah, man. you had to. Yeah. All right, Ray. Well, thank you for being again Man, for being on the show. Thank you, thank you for allowing us to uh, sponsor this great podcast. And I, I mean, we're we're gonna put some. Uh, we're do a lot of fun things. You and I talked about off the air, but yes, I, I I will mention one thing if I can, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Uh, stay tuned for some big talent coming onto this show because we're gonna uh, we're gonna get some big names out here uh, as they hit the indie scenes and and so, some of the connections I've made through WWE and through Destiny. We're gonna get some big names on this show, so stay tuned. So. Like, follow, subscribe, uh, tell your friends, tell your friends. Just put the podcast on. I mean, he's doing a great job here with this. So listen, just if everybody that's on your social media tells one person, and those people tell one person, this thing's going to be massive. And I wouldn't have sponsored if I, if I didn't think it was going to. I think you're a great guy. I love your family, man. Your wife's awesome. Uh, your daughter is just amazing. What, what a great kid. Um, She's the future of this podcast. She's going to take it over. Uh, 100% she will. And like I said, just get the, just start following, man. Like let's let's help out. Let's let's 
as as local wrestling fans, indie wrestling fans, WWE wrestling fans, Destiny wrestling fans, let's just all support this podcast because it's got big things coming. Now, I don't want you guys jumping on the on the, on the bandwagon afterwards when we get possibly a Mick Foley on this show or whoever we might get on the show to um, to start listening then. Listen now while it's still growing. That's what that's what we need. That's what he needs, and that's what we're gonna get done. Okay, uh, our next podcast, I'm going to put on a car detail. We're going to do something like that if somebody answers the right question or, or however you want to do it. We'll give away some prizes, give away some swag. I got some swag for you today to take home for the family. Absolutely. And uh, we'll do that. So I will definitely see all of you listening on the 13th. And like I said, Pretty Ricky, the challenge is out to you. And uh, it's up to you on what you want to do. I want to thank you for coming out. I appreciate you coming out to the office. Uh, I know we tried to get this done in different ways, and I appreciate uh, you coming out here knowing that I'm, I'm busy. I know you're busy too. Um, but we, we figured it out. We made it happen. We absolutely did. And I might jump on the show again one more time or at another point in time. Absolutely. We'll you have my there. number. I have yours. You already True. know the list of guests I got upcoming. Exciting. Uh, after this drops, actually tomorrow, because we're dropping this today, tomorrow we're dropping my one-on-one with Chris Chambers, the head of Superkick Wrestling. That's going to be amazing. Kid. A great episode. There's a, now, there's guy. a talent we didn't talk about. There's a guy that's... Chris fantastic. Chambers? Oh, Absolutely. Well, if you mention Chris Chambers, you got to mention who he's trained. Mark Wheeler, Anton Alexov. 100%. Jake something. Uh, you, you can't mention Jake something without mentioning the Pillars, Tarek, Tyson Dukes. The super kicked roster is just as electric as Destiny. I think when the world gets back to normal, we got to do a cross band. That Destiny would be great. versus super kicked. That would be great. That would be... Uh, that would be uh, we need a large venue for that. Well, the Hershey Center's available. There's not a whole lot running out of there. Uh, or, sorry, Paramount Fine Food Center. Yeah, that's uh, that's one thing that I kind of got. I may have up my sleeve for the future of Destiny as well. We'll see what happens with that. But uh, again, good good things coming. The 13th is going to be a great great day. Follow this podcast. Listen to this podcast. Let's have some fun. And you know what? Thanks for being the big wrestling fan that you are and allowing people to listen to this. I think it's great. Thank you very much. I appreciate the You're love. Welcome. As always, guys, I'm your host, your boy George Mackay, and my official sponsor. Ray Bernardo, don't overpay, buy from Ray. That's right. All right, guys, don't forget, tune in, follow the socials so you can find out who the next week's guest is because I never, ever, ever tell you. Now that Ray is sponsoring, I will tell Ray, but nobody else will know until the day it's released. I like that. Peace out, guys. Today's episode was brought to you by our official sponsor, Ray Bernardo of Road Sport Chrysler. This man has been in the auto business for 25 years. Everyone that has gone to see him has saved money on every single car deal that he's made. But more than ever now, in these uncertain times, he's doing more than that. If you've got lease and financing options that are too high, give him a call. If you've got auto repairs that you just can't afford, give him a call. Ray's reaching out to give back, and he's doing that because of 25 years of experience. So be sure to give Ray and his team a call, 888-656-3013. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Road Sport, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Don't overpay. Buy from Ray. Now the official sponsor of Straight Talk Wrestling. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for another episode on Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Also follow us on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And for all our merchandise, you can search us on ProWrestlingTees.com. Thank you.